Welcome to the Law of Startups podcast. I'm Mike Schneider. And I'm Joe Wallen. Thank you for being with us today. Today, we are lucky to have in the studio with us uh, Doug Johnson, the CEO of Jobaline. Doug, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. Happy to be here. Yeah. So, so Doug, tell us about Jobaline. For folks in the audience who haven't heard of it, who don't know anything about it, tell, tell us what it is. Well, I, th- I think it's imp- the best way to describe it really is to, to start with understanding the, the pain that is it's solving, um, right. the market that it's addressing. Um, today, there really is a significant divide in the U.S. hourly worker economy. And that divide is made up of this inefficiency and friction between employers who are looking for hourly workers and these hourly job seekers, hourly workers that have a difficult time finding work and, and building a you know, a, a life um, around their employment that really works for them. So job align is aligning, if you will, the job seeker with that employer through technology and, and through a, a network that we've built of nearly 2 million workers today. Well, that's great. So that's got to be, I mean, that's got to be a big friction point for a lot of companies. Um, not only the hiring piece, but the, you know, uh, retention piece and, um, I suppose it's a constant hiring focus. Is that you find that the hiring is the primary pain point, or are there other pain points along the way that? And there are pain points everywhere. <laughs> all, all, everywhere, and right. we and we solve really. We're really targeting on one pain point, and that okay. if you if you kind of imagine an employer's dilemma of finding, of of recruiting, of of engaging these hourly employees. That's the challenge. I mean, if, if you're running a hotel and your rooms aren't being cleaned or your dishes aren't being washed, you might as well have the lights off. You might as well have your utilities down. If you're not able to, to, you know, to, to move boxes, if you're a shipper, et cetera, that hourly worker is critical. But that 77 million population of hourly workers in the U.S., they literally are changing jobs uh, once a year, is there fifty percent turnover? Like uh, you know, within six, it's so it's, it's remarkable the turnover in this space. Um, at the same time, you, you know, we are we've built our solution from a worker's perspective um, because we we figured out that if you can really engage that worker and if you can help them find work, our employers who use our our technology are quicker to hire and solve one of those big pain points. So our uh, pain point that we really are trying to solve for is that friction point, this great chasm between the 77 million workers who are looking for work and these employers are having a horrific time filling jobs on time, you know, especially in this marketplace today where the economy is so hot and unemployment is so low yeah. that a, an hourly worker today does not just apply for one job and wait for a phone call, right? right? I need a job. I need a job this afternoon, man. And if you don't, and if you make me, first of all, if you're not bilingual, you know, if you make me go through a PC-based application process, well, I don't have a PC. I don't have access to a PC. Um, if you're making me engage through a process that, that takes too long and is too complex, the abandonment rate of today's hourly worker going through that application process is nearly 90%. Imagine. I mean, right. so, and I, gonna, I need a job, but I'm abandoning the process at that rate. Right. So that, that's friction, you know, right. and you're talking about a $5 billion addressable market. It's a massive market that really hasn't a good solution. So job align and what we've done is really said, look, let's take that one on, man. Let's, let's 
wrestle that one to the ground. Let's use technology to change the game in how hourly workers find jobs and how employers find workers and just remove that friction and ease that experience. So you've got your mobile, were you a mobile first company then? Totally. I mean, it, and mobile first on the, uh, on the uh, employee side, right. right? The job, the worker side. So, you know, frankly, not you know, anyone who's carrying a mobile phone, we, we, we will text to apply that application experience and screen them for, can you lift 40 pounds? You know, can you work this shift? Can you, are you 18? Um, uh, you know, can you know from a geofencing standpoint? Do you work within 20 miles of this location, which becomes very re- relevant in in selecting employees? So, we'll do that via text. We'll take that text data and automatically create a resume and take that resume and load it um, through our our technology into the what's called an ATS, an applicant tracking system. That's the, that's the software that most large enterprise employers use to track, to track uh, candidates. So we'll take that technology, we'll t- take that, that very, very um, friendly mobile experience to apply via, um, uh, via the, um, the text to apply or whatever means that they care about anywhere, any, any time. That's kind of what, what our promise is. Um, and we'll deliver that uh, through uh, as a resume into the ATS and automate like immediately I can call you if you're looking for a job and we've and, and we're in contact and I can hire you That's great. so it just radically radically changes the game um, yeah so that's so, what we do so I'm excited about it man <laughs> You've been with the company about a year, you said? Yeah, yeah, a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a it's a cool, it's a really super cool group of people. Yeah. Um, bright, caring. You know, they're they're people who who genuinely want to do well, you know, in their careers, but they also want to do good at the same time. Right. Um, they're they're the terrific group of people out in Kirkland, Washington that um, couldn't be prouder to work with a man. Seriously, they're just great people. Yeah. How, how big How big is the team right now? So only twenty five people, okay. which I, you know, we love, we have a run lean philosophy, you yeah. know, and um, really believe in in a in a design kind of old school design of profitable growth, you know, like which is un, you know unusual, right? <laughs> it's pretty old school, I know. It's like, wow, can you do this and actually make money, you know? Yeah. So that's our mission, and and um, we're all about that. We've been growing super fast. You know, customer sats um, off the charts, and and so we're we're doing great. Are those are those? I imagine the employers, um, maybe a lot of them have like old legacy systems, like this ATS system. Yeah, I mean, there must be a lot of old legacy systems which probably don't even have APIs, or maybe not. I don't know. I mean, are these systems that you can that have APIs that you can lock into and? How does, how does that it's, work? it's it's worse. It's worse than, that? <laughs> it's worse than you can. <laughs> it's worse, man. So yeah, you, you most of the applicant tracking systems ATSs were designed by a combination of professionals and attorneys for compliance and and, and really designed more around the salaried uh, worker. Huh. Okay. So it begins with a long and aggressive application process that has every compliance check off in the, you know and it's and it's largely PC based. It's not it's not um, bilingual. 
Um, and if you've tried to go through the process, you know, you'll abandon right. and you're, and you're an attorney, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's tough. So imagine, you know, on a bus heading home, wanting to improve your, your life and your job. And you're trying to work this over a, a mobile phone. Good Lord, you know, right. all close to impossible. So we sit between that job board yeah. where you might find a, a, a job and that ATS and we make that engagement experience for the worker just seamless and you know four to five minutes long remarkable really our engagement rate is 90 percent versus the abandonment rate of an ats which is the same number 90 percent. so you know we're eight times nine times more efficient and the result of that follow the math right the result of that is you end up with um, applicants who are who are immediately delivered to you as a recruiter and uh, and I've screened for the the qualifications I'm looking for. Can you lift? Can you work these hours? Are you within this geofence area? Do, do you have, you know, these credentials? Um, then we'll actually call the phone and and have you do a little phone interview if the if the company wants that, so we can listen to you and your voice. We'll drop that that file onto your resume, upload it to the ATS, and they can click on it and listen. Hey, this is this person would be great on our front desk. This person would be great in customer service. This person would not be great, right. you know, in in customer service. And we we but there, we have an awesome janitorial role that that person would be terrific at. Right. So um, so we give the that that hiring company a tool that that brings them not only real-time applicants that are qualified but it it brings them in in a scale that is literally eight times what they experience today so it's a super it's a super cool solution yeah yeah mike what do you what do you think well it sounds interesting was this so when i think about the the um I don't know, employment market and ha- how companies work to, to line up employees. It seems like most of the, of the effort and most of the, of the tools that exist must be slated toward, um, you know, higher, higher level employees or, or more expensive uh, annually uh, employees. And so I think about, I've, I've done lots of contracts with recruiting companies where, you know, they take a pretty big cut for, for placing an employee or finding good candidates and sending them to companies. And so it seems like there's this, this big, um, industry around placing employees, but m- maybe not so much w- with respect to these hourly employees. It's, it seems like you guys have done a nice job of slotting in. I mean, companies, it seems like they're already acclimated to paying money to for recruiting, you know, to someone to help get employees in their door. Um, but maybe they haven't historically been doing that for, for these type of employees. Is that, you're, is that accurate? You're just right on it. I mean, think of the LinkedIn's and the, and the um, amount of recruiting effort that goes on in the professional ranks. And it's a super hot and competitive marketplace. And that is absolutely not our space. We are really about exactly what you just said. And that is, you know, the, the, um, you know, the 77 million people who are struggling, frankly, you know, and, and we, there, there's as much, as much DNA in us to solve for that worker experience as there is to solve for the employer's benefit. And it's a bridge. You know, we see it as a as this massive kind of chasm of, of, um, of, uh, of pain and friction that technology can solve. And I mean, so like, like I said, Mike, we've got 25 employees, um, at job align last month. Um, I'll just give you an example. We processed for one customer, right. you know, one of our, you know, hundreds of customers, one customer we processed 
And we do every month 30 to 40,000 applicants that we find for them. One customer, 30 to 40,000 applicants. We didn't do that manually, all right, with 25 people, right? And we delivered to them those, in this case, 40,000 applicants. They hired, they hired approximately 30% every month of those applicants. They're hiring 10,000 people a month. And this company, you won't even know the name of them. Yeah. But but I'll tell you what, wow. you you walk by them all the time because right. they're the janitors, they're the maintenance people, they're the building, you know, it's it's that it's that part of America that technology has has not really attended to and it's it's such a big miss cuz it's a great opportunity and technology can really solve a problem there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one customer. And yeah. and and, and uh, the cool thing is that that if somebody said you can that you're going to hire 30% of your applicants they would say that's beyond best in class. That's beyond world class. That's outstanding numbers. Right. And it's because of the speed. It's because we're, we're delivering to that customer an applicant that's qualified, that's ready to work, and we get them, we get that applicant into their system so quickly that they literally can hit finish and the phone can ring and say, hey, you know, Mike, um, can we talk about working for XYZ Company? We'd love to have you. Yeah. And and then like terrific, great. I've got a job, and then I'm not looking any longer. Right. Sounds like a wonderful, almost like a social service, really. I mean, it sounds like a wonderful thing. I, I know you're in it for the money, and that's yeah. that's positive because yeah, of course, if yeah. You're not making money, you can't sustain something. But that, it sounds like a really positive. Because um, for a long time, we've had like a very large percentage of uh, people just out of the workforce or declining to work in the workforce. I, and I know you probably have some interesting insights into trends and of this nature. What, what is your overall take right now about the economy? Good, bad? I mean, is it just good in the pockets like Seattle and, and Silicon Valley and, and not so great in other places? Or do you see a general, I mean, are things, I've heard, I've heard economically things are still really mixed. Well, I think, you know, it's, and it is, it's what topic you want to take on that. If we want to talk about immigration, you, you, I'm going to tell you that the the impact, the potential impact of us not supporting that population that's going to absolutely replace right. the you know the, that aging population, that baby booming population that works in hourly today, that's going to exit. We're we're going to have a problem there. Right. So there's an issue that's looming, um, but that's a that's a more macro. Answer to your question on a micro level, you're absolutely right. There's little micro economies, and each one of them is different. Where our intelligence sourcing engine that we use to find people in a local market um, by job type. So this machine learning is just constantly taking you know taking a look at how do you reach into a marketplace and find a driver or a you know, and in some markets, it's brutal. Some markets, you know, we have, we're using 40% of the, uh, 40% of the jobs that we fill are coming out of our network hmm. and what we call network realization because the demand is so high. In other marketplaces, there's an abundance of, of uh, opportunity and, and it really is spotty, you know, so that I can't put one you know, one shoe doesn't fit all in this case. It, it's really a, a mixed bag. But what's cool about our, our solution is that it really, looks into each market and understands by not only by market but by job in that market so construction may be hot but you know but wait staff and and janitorial and general labor might be slow um it just depends how do you reach the worker folk to i mean how do they find your app and how do they get intrigued enough to want to 
initiate the process. Right, because it, right, because we're not advertising and, and doing a big brand. Our strategy is this. We're, if, said with as much um, affection for my enterprise customers as I can possibly muster, we are building our network on the backs, on the shoulders of our customers. Okay. So what I, they're out there what advertising. I, exactly, exactly. So what I mean by that is that if we have, you know, CC's Pizzas, the customers are, if they place an ad, yeah. Um, that candidate and all the candidates that come to that ad right. on a job board come through us. Okay, come so they co-brand with you. Yeah, exa bit. exactly, okay. exactly. And so we become their engine. But right. what we're not is their advertising necessarily. Right. However, what we will say to them is, look, we can advertise on your behalf. We can take those advertising dollars and we can go out and because we know which job boards and which markets because it's all about hourly. We don't, we're not doing this, to Mike's point, about you know, for salaried employees or right. professionals, we know hourly. We're the experts in this. And so if you want us to help you find those line cooks, um, we can do it. Right. And and we'll do it probably less expensively. But that, to me, that, that spend on job boards and that advertising, that's a commodity. Our, our intelligence is in that candidate engagement platform right. that engages those people. And that's, a, by, by the way, I should have mentioned that a hell of a long time ago. It's We call it our candidate engagement platform. That's right. what we sell. Yeah. yeah. So go to our website. That's what you'll see. And I haven't even mentioned it till now, so shame on me. But, yeah, no, no, no. That's yeah. great. So you... You mentioned that these uh, a lot of these employees change jobs often. I, I don't know if this is something that would be. It's probably something that the employers don't wouldn't love. But I mean, do, when in, when an employee candidate enters their information into your system, the next time they go to apply for a job, if they want to apply through your system, do they re-enter it all, or do you kind of start to build up a a, a database or a, or a list of people that and, and their information about oh, about so how you know, who's available for it, what jobs? And that's exactly what we've done. And you know, on average, right now we have. 50 attributes in this nearly 2 million, um, 2 million population of, of people in our network. And those attributes drive our, uh, this is the, the kind of the do good part of our company, drive our passive matching is what we call it, um, technology to reach out to, you know, to, to um, Joe in Pittsburgh or, you know, Sally or Jose or whomever in, in whatever town they're in right. and say, listen, you've, you know, you live in this zip code, you live, you live nearby this, this location, you have these skills, here's a job that you may be interested in. And we'll, and we'll message them. Okay. And it, it gives them the chance to go, wow, that's all fantastic. I was looking for a job or that's a better job for me. That's a better, that's 50 cents more an hour. That's a hundred dollar more an hour that, and that's real. Right. And, and I don't have to take a, a 45 minute bus to get to my employment. That's only 10 minutes down the road. Right. I can pick my kids up from daycare. It's a, you know, that's our mission, right? Is to, is to see if we can't just take the friction out of this and, and make it a more, a better experience for the worker. So Michael, to your point, that's exactly right. We, our technology is all about taking that network and, and just being as smart as we can about it and helping connect those those dots. Do you get pushback from the employers on on sort of this concept of 
workers leaving? Workers leaving for other jobs that you helped them find? Well, <laughs> and, and we're very protective of our workers' yeah. workers. So, yeah. excuse me, of our employers' workers. So if, our, if, if somebody does go to work for that employer, we will not passive match. That would be inappropriate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, It'd be yeah. the wrong thing to do, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, no, you, it's a great question, a question <laughs> that every employer asks. But what they don't mind is yeah. that the, the applicants that, that didn't get a job, Sure. Right. That 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 we. Yeah. Well, you said thirty percent placement, right? So that's seventy percent that aren't being placed. Exactly. So those are all those. Yeah. Are all and names. by the way, that's that's yeah. best in class. Normally, the place or the 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 hiring rate um, is down in the you know single digits. Right. So you're talking about ninety plus percent um, of applicants that don't get the job, and right. and so what do we do with them? You sure. Know? So if a worker um, who you place, let's just say. Um, Reinitiates on the platform, makes an indication they're looking for another job. Then you'll you'll help that. Of course, person. of course. Then that's not a passive matching it, situation. It, you've you you've studied us. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> well, that's no, but you're exactly right, and that's fair play, right? Yeah. So if somebody says, "Look, I I put my hand back up in the air, and, right. and I'm looking for a job," then of course, you know, they're in our network. And of course, what I'm thinking is if you could take this technology, which um, which has this very high success rate of engagement. Um, and you could translate that over into other venues because the the abandonment rate on subscribing for a SaaS service, let's say. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, indeed. I mean, I mean, there are companies that uh, I remember hearing a, a great story about um, uh, one of the early great SaaS companies in in uh, in Seattle, and they had, I mean, they would they would constantly monitor like, hey, somebody's on our page. They're trying to sign up. They're trying to enter their credit card. And you know, sign up for the monthly thing, and they know once they get the person signed up, they they're gonna him. have they're gonna yeah. have them for you know twenty months or something or some pretty. But the but I mean hours and hours and well probably hundreds or maybe thousands of hours designed to make that process just simpler, make it easier for people to sign up, remove the friction. Yeah, you probably remove the friction. That yeah, it could be might be deployed in other venues. I, I don't. Well, know. I'd, I'm I don't know either, but I, but I'll tell you this that that if you if you design the experience from the from in our case the workers yeah. from the job seekers perspective yeah. and, and you really and you focus group and you understand and you and you really get to know how they think um and and, and how to interface with them man that's there lies the secret right. to the design you know? yeah i've always thought that and i guess maybe I'm, I'm just a little bit of a i don't know how you describe me politically but i've always felt like this process was uh from the worker's point of view, just really just a crappy experience. Yeah, it is a crappy experience. It, it sets off a, it sets yeah. off sort of a, um, a sort of a, a, a progression of steps in a relationship that really you, you really want to. If you're going to hire someone, you're going to work with them. You really want to start off on a great foot. Totally. You want them to feel great about your company. Yeah. You don't want them to feel like. No. They had some horrible, horrible experience even getting the job, and then they're already sort of disgruntled when they start. Yeah, they're intimidated. They feel exactly, right. and and for those ninety percent that don't get the job, by the way, there's seventy-seven million hourly. What are you doing to your brand? Right. I mean, like, and if you make the experience great, and and you're respectful, and and you're engaging, and you're thoughtful, and you're considerate, and that experience is positive, well, I want to come to your. You know, yeah. restaurant or your hotel or, yeah. I mean, it's, it's part of the whole, you know, what do you stand for question right. mark. Right. No, it's super, it's super interesting um, from a, you know, political point of view just to yeah. think about it. It is. Yeah. Sociological yeah. point of view. I don't, yeah. I don't know what point of view you want yeah. to take, but I, it sounds like a really awesome thing. Yeah. Well, it's cool. To be, it's cool to work with a team of people who care and, and are smarter 
then I'll get out and have a tremendous desire to do good at the same time do well. Um, yeah, so Job Align is is um, is on its way to trying to you know change the world. You know, yeah. So there we well, go. Yeah, well, you would think that. Um, gosh, I mean, what have you picked up in the in the in the way of competitors since you started this thing? Was there's it? a there's a there are competitors yeah. for sure. Yeah, and um, at the end of the day, we. We want to make sure that we're ahead on technology and that we just execute flawlessly, take great care of our customers. You know, I think customers have choices and they should have choices. And they and, and you know, we won't be the only ones doing this, um, but we want to be the best right. at doing it. And and we 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 have kind of two missions in mind there. One is that we want this unique value proposition to to resonate for the employer who chooses to use us and to the worker. And I think that's what's different about us is that we really have a, a um, meaningful desire, a sincere desire, real desire to make that worker's experience great. And if we can do that, I think we're gonna we're gonna do well. Yeah, you know, and, and do good at the same time. Yeah, it's that old saying: if you if you do good, you'll do well. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do well, do good. <laughs> That's right. I, I never understood that, so I just tried to do both. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's funny. Yeah. So talk about AI. Mike and I talked a lot about AI on the show. Mike, what are your on the, on the AI front? Like, what do you? I mean, you mentioned that in a prior answer, but like, there must be a lot of potential for deployment of, of this type of machine learning in this context. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think you know that one of the one of the most compelling technological changes that we face, um, you know, with the combination of AI and machine learning and robotics in the hourly space yeah. is like what jobs, you know, w- w- what's happening next in our economy? Right. You know, what what jobs, I mean, you've, you've got, you know, some remarkable changes that are, that are going to occur. And and the result of that, from our perspective, is that we just want to be super fast at learning where those opportunities are and what becomes next. So we we, we don't have um, you know we don't have a political uh, dog in the fight in terms of which way it goes. But we want to be is it, it, at the best at using technology to learn where the opportunity is for the worker and where the you know the and how to solve the employer's problem. So what that looks like at the end of the day is just you know a tremendous amount of data um, around the the, the um, you know the employment market and and how to parse that and figure out where you know we deploy um, what resources where in the best fashion we can. And so it's a it's part of our secret sauce for sure. And and, um, and it becomes, um, I think, at the end of the day, what differentiates us. Right. Yeah. You know, one of the interesting things this this probably is doesn't implicate you guys at all, I'm sure. But uh, one of the interesting things to think about with AI, as as this machine learning becomes more common as a as a tool to solve problems in so many different areas, it's one of the interesting things to think about is is how it's possible that the AI can kind of um, uh, I don't know, formalize or, or, um, or, 
I guess, like, like launder, uh, racism, <laughs> like I, not, I'm sure you guys aren't there, but uh, or that you'll think of ways to, to work around this. But if you imagine a situation where, uh, this is how I, I imagine it is. So let's say you've got a job platform where people are submitting resumes and they're recording their voice and they're being interviewed by people. And then you kind of know, you know, the data, you know, all the, all the input about the, the person, their age, their, um, you know, their, their previous qualifications, and I guess maybe even a voice print. And then you can run all that into the machine learning algorithm and then spit out the likelihood that they're going to get hired by a particular place. Um, you know, it, how likely is it that this, this is a good match for this employer? And it turns out if that employer is making decisions based on things that aren't, you know, um, I don't know, objectively measurable, like, like the person's name, whether it seems familiar to them, or I guess, you know, whether they speak good English uh, in a job that maybe speaking good English isn't, isn't part of the the job. I don't know, all those things, they end up going from the, the potentially racist hiring person, they get ingrained into the machine learning algorithm, and then you run the algorithm and it spits out names and the, the algorithm could be, could be very biased, um, or discriminatory, but you would, you, because these the machine learning tools are all sort of a black box, you don't really know how they're choosing. Um, you know, it's just kind of weights uh, on different factors that so it's, it's really hard to like introspect inside of a of a neural network and figure out why it's it's giving you the results it is. And so, you know, the neural network could be spitting out discriminatory answers. And it and it's and then everybody kind of washes their hands of it because they're like, well, there's no humans involved in this decision. So it can't possibly be uh, discriminatory. Uh, it's going to be interesting. This isn't specifically about about your business, but but when I think about the application of machine learning to your business, it's it strikes me as one of those examples where um, things could go wrong. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know how how we address that when when these things or, become or, more and more or, common. It's it may be an example of how things can go right. I mean, right. maybe yeah, there sure. that, that's a way of of pulling back the covers on a decision making process that unwittingly possibly people are making wrong decisions and you know if we were to and by the way just to be perfectly clear we're not there today and we don't have we haven't done the work that you're talking about but it it's i can see it down the road i mean and i and i, I love your comment i think it's brilliant and, and there's no reason in the world that we couldn't look at it from a uh, from a tool to an employer and say, look, here's, you know, you're missing an opportunity you, um, or read the data yourself and, and interpret it and understand that there's a, there's maybe an unintentional bias um, that, that. Yeah. The tools can be used directions. in both directions, right? I mean, they can solve this problem or they can make it worse right, depending exactly. on how we yeah, think I about mean, it. I, when I listened to what you just said, I thought, wow, what a great opportunity to, to, you know, enlighten. And, and if we could be a tool to enlighten, um, along the way in a small way, yeah. then what a brilliant opportunity. So, um, so job align, uh, the candidate enlightenment platform, <laughs> what is, yeah. we'll change the, we'll change the E, you know, but, yeah. but yeah, indeed, it, you know, it's, it's a, a candidate engagement platform today, but if we can enlighten the world, then, then, uh, uh, that would be a terrific place to go. Yeah. Really missed opportunities is the thing there. Every employer has got a desire not to, I mean, that's the thing, right? You don't want to miss a, a great, no, you don't exactly. want to miss a great hire. You don't exactly. want to miss that. And a great, a great hire is so, can be such a amazingly it's, impactful thing for a business. Yeah. And such a difficult, it's such a, and, and honestly today, there's so much power in the hands of that recruiter. So right. you've got, if you imagine a, a company that's hiring, like I spoke of, you know, processing 40,000 applicants a month to hire 10, 000, eight to 10,000 a month. The person who at, at the end of the 
you know, the kind of the, the, the truth point is that recruiter, right, who gets on the phone and has that conversation and what does that recruiter hear and how do they, how do they process that? You know, I, I, I really believe, um, and we've kicked off a, a, a support tool called our VIR program, our very important recruiter program. Mm. And the VIR program is a, is a tool that supports you know, like VIP, VIR, you're very important, Mr. Ms. Recruiter. Right. What you do is critical. And so what we're doing is sharing best practices around what that looks like and to not be biased and to, and to really engage. And so we're, we're taking everything that we can learn and passing it back, not to the VP of HR and not to the leadership, but to the recruiter, that frontline recruiter that is critical to the process. If they do a great job, you win. If they do a poor job, you lose. Right. And it doesn't matter how smart your VP of HR is um, or your CEO is. The, your recruiter needs to rock it, you know. And how do they, and how do they express and engage um, is, is critical to that hiring process. So part of, our, um, part of our tool set that we hand to employers is not only this engagement tool that puts a resume into your ATS and lets the recruiter call, but also says, um, Mr. Ms. Recruiter, you know, here are tools that you can use, ways that you can approach. Um, and, and we're not the only you know people doing this in the world, but right. but we certainly are sell- sharing our best practices. So VIR program. Interesting. So the ATS uh, systems that are out there, these are just these are not. This is not a. This is not a thing that you guys want to delve into and to try to. You don't want to create a product in that category. That's not something that's of interest, right? Well, it's now. funny you'd mention that. Because initially, that's where this company started, and as you know, I wasn't the founder, but but you know, picked the company up, um, and and its brilliance and its technology um, a bit bit over a year ago, and the the company had built an ATS, okay, and um, the 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 new direction is really um, heading down the path that we're discussing today, and and not being an ATS, but but really being being um, a tool a technology that sits between the ATS right. and the job market. So in focusing on hourly. Yeah, so that's what we do. Yeah. It's a new category. I love the, Brave new world, man. Yeah, no, I love the, uh, the focus on looking at it from the worker's perspective. Because I think the workers have been, I mean, who's totally. done that? Who's looked at things from the worker's perspective? Yeah. I mean, unions, right? But, yeah. I mean, but that, I mean, really, realistically, like, it's just a unique point of view, and I think a good, a really good one, a really powerful one. Yeah, thank one you. One that's maybe different from I don't know. I, I mean, it's just nice. I, it gives me a warm feeling. Yeah, it does me as well, and 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 it's why I'm so proud of what we're doing. Right. I just I really believe in it. Yeah, well, I think you know I don't know, Mike. I I did lots of hourly jobs in my in my <laughs> early days, and they were always difficult to yeah. find. Yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing. Good lord, yeah, you know, I, we have our. Our customers are like, oh my God, I need to hire for this call center. You know, in the next you know two months, this is a real example. I need to hire fifteen hundred people. Right? Please help us. Right? Right? I need just these and and to hear the stories, you'd think that there was you know there was the marketplace from an employer's perspective is extremely tight. Yet. You, the worker, it's like, how do I, where's the job? Like, you, you yeah. find people who are suffering. That's the friction. That's the chasm. That's the right. bridge that we're trying to build. Yeah. And and if and again, everybody tries to build that bridge from the employer side. Right. 
because they got the money. Right. We don't we don't ask a penny right. from the worker, right. but we're built we're. Re-engineering it from the worker side, because if you engineer it from the worker side, and you really do that, and, yeah. you're, and you're true to that, right. then what you'll yield is this bridge that uh, that is easy for them to cross, right. and that's what it's about, right? Yeah. Is engaging the worker. That's wonderful. Well, that's tra- it sounds like it's transformative. I mean, yeah. it sounds like it's really transformative. Yeah. Well, we good hope for to. America. Good for, yeah. good for America. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I want to say put America back to work again, but I, but I, <laughs> but I won't. But trust me, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. No, I've always I've always just been this person. So we saw just like you know when you look at like law and public policies, you, I I sometimes just scratch my head and think, well. Let's think about it from the workers' point of view. Yeah. Let's think about it from the people who are doing the hard work. Exactly. It, I mean, exactly. it's so often it doesn't seem like everyone's thinking no, about it. No, no. Exactly. And after all, we owe, we owe everyone who works a thank you. Oh, for, thank you for saying that. Because it's freaking hard. It's freaking hard. <laughs> and, you know, and if you, 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 you double-click on their lives and you see right. people who are truly living, you know, in a situation where, you know, you know, man and woman working just to pay the rent and put clothes on their kids back. I mean, it's, you know, multiple jobs. Yeah. It's a tough go. And, and if we can find a way to improve that, you know, it's, um, and, and help you find a job that's, that's 45 minutes closer yeah, and sure. uh, 50 cents more. And, can, yeah. and you, you, you know, that, that's life changing stuff. Um, you know, so yeah, you're right. It, it it's, uh, it's a it's a cool opportunity to put technology to work yeah. in a way that can awesome. can can change change things for the better. Yeah, Mike, any any parting thoughts? So where where can um, I guess n- no, but uh, I guess we should let people know where they can find out more information if they're an employer, if they're looking to find a job hourly. Uh, you know what's what's the best way to to get in you touch know, or, or just or find right out to more. our website, which is jobaligned.com. And um, if you're interested, we're gonna we're gonna grab you right there. Um, and of course, you can give us a call. We're in Kirkland, Washington. Um, you can Google us and find us. But it, we're easy to find, and we'd love to talk to anyone who is um, who is interested in hourly uh, workers and in hiring them in scale. And how do the, how do the workers like access the network? How do they the, in the uh, same way? Actually, the workers okay. themselves can find us uh, via um, job line, and they often do. And there's a there's a um, um, there's a button on our website that they can come to. And so it's not an app. The workers don't download an app. It's no, not, they, it's a text based. Exactly. Okay. Wow, that's exactly. fascinating. Because that's that's actually a more inclusive way to do it. Yeah. You could have built a fancy app, but not everyone has smartphones yet. Exactly. Yeah. Although I suppose at some point, well, we we will, and it's funny because we we keep on asking our asking our workers, "Do you want an app?" Yeah. And that's not it's, it's not what they're looking huh, for. So again, once right. again, we're building it from their perspective. Right. Everybody, every employer is like, "Well, what, why right. don't you have an app?" Like, well, because because <laughs> that's not what they care about. Wow, that's fascinating. You know, they would really prefer just to do it over text. Yeah. That's actually really counterintuitive because I would, yeah. I would have thought the same way. Like, yeah. Oh, I need an app. Of course, yeah. I need an app. Yeah, exactly. it's such a that's such a yeah. We will. And we'll, we'll, and it's, it's it's on it's it's on a roadmap. It's not that it's not significant. Yeah. And we would frankly would do it more just because people ask us. And I can just say yes, we do. But <laughs> but it's, it's right. less about that. It's it's you know frankly it's more about again building it from their perspective. Wow. So. That's wonderful. Well, I super appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, tell, right them, on. tell them the story, uh, Mike. Any, any last thoughts? Yeah. yeah, no, it's fantastic. Thanks for being on the show. And um, thanks, yeah, everyone else. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next week.